Hey everyone, I just want to say that my novel, A Breaking Report, is finally available on Amazon. That's A Breaking Report, R-A-P-P-O-R-T. And now with the added bonus of being completely free if you've signed up to the Kindle Unlimited program. Now, if you prefer the touch of paper, then I have a hardcover and a paperback edition for those living abroad. But unfortunately, only the paperback edition for Australians due to the anti-Australian discrimination. Thanks, Amazon. Regardless, I just want to say thank you for your support as this novel has taken five years to finally complete and it has been a labor of love through every step of the way. All right, now on to the podcast. Three, two, one, let's jam. The first time I ever asked myself whether or not I regretted attending a private high school happened in my first year of teaching. I was supervising on the Oval and I saw a bunch of Year 12 and Year 7 students hanging about and what happened next completely shocked me. The Year 12 students took off their jerseys and gave it to the Year 7 kids, obviously it was super oversized, and then they played Ultimate Frisbee together. Now for anyone listening who went to an idyllic high school where this sort of interactions were not so strange, maybe this is not bizarre. Now for me, and I would say a lot of other peers that went to a private high school, this is really unusual behavior. And that stems to the fact that hierarchy is so solidified in private schools. If you're in year 12, you are better than those under you. So do I regret going to a private high school? I think I do. But I also recognize that my thoughts towards my high school experience has actually soured the more removed I am from that experience. And when I was graduating with my peers, I felt really lucky to have attended such a high school. Today, I'm talking with Nathan, a great friend of mine, host of the podcast Pod Position, someone who attended my high school and someone who's had to put up with me for over 10 years. We discuss a bunch of topics, such as racial alienation in high school, uh, the lack of Asian representation and how this affected us, but we also dive into more personal topics. And we share stories such as being anxious to talk to the opposite gender. We share stories of our failed attempt to gain social clout. And we discuss how parties were a place to cement one's social coolness. I'll actually be referring to a lot of real people in real events, so that's why I'll be bleeping out a lot of names. To conclude, I want to mention a pretty famous public figure. His name is Alan de Baton, and he famously said, The furniture insists that we cannot change because it does not. The domestic setting keeps us tethered to the person we are. And I think this is a perfect summary of high school and how static it can become. The fact that you see the same people every day means you build really strong connections. But simultaneously, the fact that you're always surrounded by the same people means that you can be trapped by their judgments and expectations. So what are your reflections of high school? Is it something that you regret? Is it a place that you cherish? Maybe it's something in between. And in reality, that's probably how most of us feel. Boy, if you're going to open it, open it so that they can hear. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, young listeners? <laughs> Apple juice? <laughs> I got the subs. <laughs> oh! <laughs>
<laughs> thank you, thank you. Should I get the fire, the fire crackling on the screen? Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, we'll make it a bit more razzle dazzle. Okay, so to the listeners, firstly, this is a sort of, sort of impromptu podcast. We were thinking about talking about high school and memories and maybe questions of bullying in high school. And yeah, so we thought about doing high school podcast and then. I just kind of liked the last podcast or one of the last podcasts I did with Nicholas and it's called Late Night Conversations and we just like chat. So Mm. if we talk about high school, then awesome. Mm. And if we don't talk about high school, then awesome as well. So Nathan, you can't laugh when you take a photo of me. I'm not taking a photo. That that really hurts my feelings. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so funny. Yeah, thank you. I I really appreciate that. But anyway, like all, all jokes aside... Nathan is a host of a podcast called Pod Position. Correct. I was seeing if you remembered. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot until you said it. <laughs> Haven't done 14 episodes or anything like that. And if you're into Formula One and... Oh, are you new? What sport it is? I know. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. I, I did listen. I Like I told you, I didn't understand. Oh. I know nothing about cars. Apart from like the very basics to not land me in jail, <laughs> like how to indicate, how to I turn on a car, how to park. How to oh park. no, you don't know that one. I know how to park. <laughs> oh, okay. When have I ever de- not demonstrated? Yeah, man, I'm not going to get into it for the people, but yeah, because yeah. you can't. Oh, okay, <laughs> not much okay, you can say okay. That. So yeah, well, ha- well, how have you been, Nathan? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on scene. <laughs> I was tight. <laughs> nice and succinct. I've been good. You don't no, have to answer I, that I, question. I, well, I, you know, I just got engaged. Lots have happened since yes. our last Studio Ghibli yes, uh, that is podcast. True. That was a, that was a good time for the fellow listeners, the, the sickos out there that are listening to every Safety Last podcast. I can't remember what episode that was, but nineteen. Uh, wow, you are a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you about your? You're engaged. Yes. And. You, you remembered that, right? Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. I mean, it's been 20 days since. I could have forgotten. Can, can I ask, how long did you have planned? Like, were you thinking, like, last year? Were you thinking about doing this? Like, when did you feel like, hey, this is actually something I want to do? Well, in case my fiancé is listening, I gotta... She speak. listens. Does she? she? She does. She actually... She, she Shout-outs to you. Can I say her name? Yeah, sure. Okay. Shout-outs to you, Jim. <laughs> School. <laughs> New school. <laughs> Shouts to you, Sarah. No, she messaged me on a few things. She said, like, she listened to the school shooting one, and oh. she also listened to the BTS one. Those are two very different topics. They are very different. Very oh, different wow. topics. Wow. And I wonder what I'm marrying into. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she said, yeah, she was actually quite pleasant, and she was quite complimentary, so appreciate it. So, shout out to Sarah. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah. You're my number one. Yeah, I guess, with the, with the planning of this engagement... I got engaged in mid-July of 2022, and before that, I had been, it had been on my mind for about a year, but, you know, I was in this time of my life where I really wanted to move out as well, and I had enough savings somehow to have a down payment on an apartment, so it was really, really a hard decision, but I think that I made the right decision in the long run, because... Now, at least when Sarah and I tie the knot, you know, we have a place to call our own and, you know, start a family and stuff like that. So that's why I chose the apartment first. Are you going to charge, <laughs> are you going to charge her rent? Oh yeah. 
Of course. <laughs> rent in the form of hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Yeah. And rent. And yeah. actual rent. <laughs> and and three hundred dollars a week. You know, <laughs> it's pretty discounted in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I get sorry. I had it on my mind over the last year, and then mm. you know there are always questions from our friends like. It's kind of like the Chinese auntie. Did that get annoying? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just like, you know, I have a plan, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a plan. I'm not going to tell you my plan because I don't think that you're privy to it. So stop <laughs> bugging me about yeah. it, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, get off my back. It'll happen in due time. And it did. And when I actually started, like, getting the ball rolling, that was when I asked Sarah's parents for permission. And that was one of the most nerve-wracking experiences of my life. I would put... The haunted hospital behind like really yes haunted hospital in japan folks stay tuned for safety lasts a japan recommendations podcast yes, which sir. we've recorded with our good friend lance shout out to lance that'll be launching somewhere later in the year probably Soon. Right. i was actually recording it but just sad news my computer has it has c- died <laughs> Elite, i want to reiterate you named your computer <laughs> and she died <laughs> you know is what? that correct <laughs> There's nothing gonna be for us, so I'm gonna I'm gonna blur out the name because I actually know someone called that. (laughs) That was the first name that popped into my head when you asked me the name of my computer. So So what about her makes you think of a computer? What about your computer makes you think of her? Honestly, I just thought about what's a female name and what's like a female. And and who goes beep boop? (laughs) Who has a disc drive? There you go. And who I guess I've somewhat been in contact recently. Okay. And you've been in contact with the computer? I have been in contact with my computer. That's cool. Thanks, man. Anyway, we yeah. can move away <laughs> from the really subject really. if you want. <laughs> anyway, so we will, yeah, you, you won't be uploading it soon because has... You know, every time you say that, it's getting, <laughs> I forgot. The, the I name's forgot. getting big. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, she, she is under the weather. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> okay, so let's move on from this. Yeah. And so the podcast will be coming out soon, hopefully. Mm. Yeah, actually, let's let's talk about the podcast that we spoke about previously, which is the high school situation. Sure. And we can drift everywhere. So yeah, sure. This is not planned, not scripted. There's no notes in front of us. Okay. Would you send? Okay. I guess I'm not going to say the name of my high school. It's I was just about to a, say, yeah. It's a North Shore. It's a North Shore. It's a private school. It's all boys. I guess, yeah. That's all the information you need to know, I guess. Anything else you need to... Christian? It, it's a... Catholic. It's a Catholic yeah. high school. No. To answer your question, no, I wouldn't send my kid there. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Because... <laughs> I think it isn't worth it for what the parents pay. I mean, it's not one of, you know... This won't give it away at all, but it's not one of the like upper echelon yep. private schools. So, what, so does that mean you would pay for something like King's? No. Okay. I am actually of the mind that public schools are the way to go for um, secondary education. Mm-hmm. And not just because, you know, you don't pay much except for like the admin fee or whatever. But I think that the environment in which, you know, schools are... This is all off information that I've uh, weaned from you and also my friends who mm-hmm. are teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Are your friends... Some, some, some of my friends are... They, they go between primary and high school. I think they teach in a school where okay. they have 
both. Okay. Um, are they and, private and school teachers or are they primary? I think one. Oh, sorry, public. Uh, I think one is. Because there aren't many public schools that go from kindergarten to year 12, so... Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I think the way that kids are taught these days in the public system is just as good, if not better, than, you know, the the public school education that I received, the private school education that I received up until, like, what, the early 20-teens, you know? And, yeah, I think the way that we grew up in that all-boys high school... It really had an effect on me, man. Uh, me too. And Seriously. I think this might sound strange for anyone who went to like co-ed schools. Mm, yeah. But I was like, I was like genuinely afraid of girls. Oh, man. Me <laughs> like, too, man. Like, they, because yeah. I never interacted with them. Exactly. I found them confusing. Exactly. Yeah. And I found, and I think like in a, I think the school that we went to was like relatively conservative. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and... You, that often happens with you know private schools. It's generally more conservative, and I just felt like I oh, what's the right word? I, I guess I don't really know how else to say it apart from like I don't think the environment we grew up in is reflective of like an actual workspace That's or like true. society. One hundred percent agree. And yeah. I, I just don't think like it's healthy that like we had so little contact with the other gender. I agree. I remember up until I guess. The start of our tenth grade, that we didn't really care about hanging out with girls and stuff because you know we were we had the boys and like you know we were mm-hmm. just going out and watching movies and stuff, just hanging out. You're watching who are you watching movies with? You um, invite me. Yeah, that's because you bullied me in high school. <laughs> we weren't friends. Anyway, that's a story for another time. I'm not going into that. That's not true, by the way. <laughs> Cut that out. I actually. You know how good my memory is. I, I didn't actu- say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're remembering wrong. <laughs> I actually remember literally like the one party which turned, I guess, like the the paradigm of our year group, which, which changed from, you know, just hanging out with guys to now we need to hang out with girls to be cool. I remember that party. Please and tell I me. was not invited. Was, I, remember, was I invited? You, oh, I don't know. Well, Can you say the person's name? I might well, you bleep, bleep it out. Yeah, I'll bleep it out. It was... She was a Monty girl. I don't know who she is. Oh, okay. So... Damn it, I was not invited. <laughs> exactly, exactly yeah. right. Uh, basically, it was all like the... The, the whiteies. Uh, <laughs> who were invited to that party. Right? Uh-huh. Like what, like... Group. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember parts of our group the basketballers group, they were invited to that party because they went like, to primary school. Like, tall guy. Yeah, tall guy. The, the, the short guy. Short yeah. guy. The guy with the bad hairline. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> crusty crab. <laughs> crusty crab. <laughs> bad of, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they were all invited. So um, they were talking about the party when, like when they came back on Monday. And I just remember thinking like, wow, what's this party that everyone's talking about? And mm-hmm. then they were like, oh, like, actually asked and they're like oh you know like they're acting all cool and like Rico Suave like oh yeah you know we just went to this like Monty girls party we we met all like these Monty girls and I was just like man I feel like a total loser Mm. because I wasn't invited and that was at the start of that year in year year 10 I'm gonna bleep this person's name out this person left our group in year 11 was he invited do you know who I'm talking about Yes. Was like was that okay? Basically, mm. this guy was a really close friend of ours, yeah. and then around year eleven, he left. We weren't because, cool enough for him. Yeah, yeah, the exact reason was like 
this group isn't cool enough. Like we're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it. There's no, cool clout, no clout. There's no yeah, clout. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Was, was he invited? I don't think he was, but because he was so close to other people in our group who were invited, they just brought him along to the next one. And I, I think like you, me and as well, mm-hmm. I think we were sort of just like not included because like we weren't, we were like too Asian, you know, mm-hmm. like our, our mate who left us, he was a little bit like, he, he dabbled on both sides more, you mm-hmm. know, so he was invited. So he gained like social clout in, within the high school, like quite quickly. But yeah, I remember that party and it just really changed the social norm of what it meant to be a guy in year 10. That's crazy because like, yeah. I am oblivious. Really? I had no idea that was a thing. I remember like, I made like a concerted effort to try and like hang out with them more. So I could like with go the, to these with parties. With the yeah. tall guy, yeah. crusty crab. Yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> People are going to think we're crazy. <laughs> like the, uh, yeah. Crusty <laughs> crab is the nickname yeah. we, we made for someone in our group. Yeah, just tonight. <laughs> just tonight, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. And just back to your original question and my original answer, I, I don't think that way that we were brought up where, you know, like suddenly talking to girls was like something that was required and was like hard to access. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's healthy. And I think that if you go to a public co-ed school from the beginning, you're definitely brought up and you mature with the opposite sex mm-hmm. as well. And I think one, it makes you more like empathetic towards, towards the other, the other sex, because you see what, what they go through, like through puberty. And, and I, th- I think things of like sexism or even feminism, like we, we, always engage with that in an abstract way yeah because we never we were never around females so loser like i yeah like i spent yeah i mean i don't know i don't know what else to say <laughs> it was touched depraved <laughs> deprived you know sorry not depraved a little bit of that too <laughs> you know actually it is a cool story i remember this i probably remember it because like this student gave me a compliment this was in my second year or my third year of teaching mm. and it was mufti so i don't know i guess i dressed up a little more casual a little, a little swag <laughs> that's getting bleeped a little crip walk. <laughs> <clears throat> you got the chain attached to your wallet hanging by your side you don't have to <laughs> talk <laughs> i think this, this is, is my, my story, story. <laughs> <laughs> and and then what happened was i was just I still remember I was like leaning back in my chair watching a presentation. Still going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Thanks, yeah. Nathan. Yeah. Watching like a like a student do a presentation, okay. and I remember a student came up to me and was like, "Oh, so I bet you were like." And I think this student said it because he's he was struggling with like social identity. Yeah, and he said like, "Hey, so like I bet you were like very cool in high school," and I remember thinking like, "Fuck, <laughs> like this dude, like this yeah. guy has no idea." This is all a facade. This is literally. <laughs> Literally, and I just remember thinking, like, I, I actually told him, like, like whatever thought, whatever idea you have of me, like, com- I actually told him, like, it's completely untrue. Yeah. I spent a lot of high school, like, being very confused. And, and I think another, so we talked about the, the female situation. Mm. As we said, I just don't think it's healthy. And obviously, you touched upon this to, like, see girls as, I think when there's that separation, there's also, like, as you said, there's a lack of empathy. But, like, when you do interact with them, it's almost like you need to feel like, or you, you, you feel like you need to show off. Yes, 100%. I because, agree, yep. for, and I'll, yeah. I'll give you one example, like the formal dates. 
Yeah. That was such a big thing. Uh-huh. It yeah. was huge. Do you, do yeah. you remember this guy? Once again, I'll bleep his name. Actually, I'll, let me say let me say his like descriptor. The, yeah. The, the first the first name and the last name. See if you can guess it. Okay. N R. N R. You probably can't guess it. No. Okay, I'm gonna bleep this. Yo. <clears throat> okay, I forgot about him. Yeah. Okay. He. I remember he. He spent like five hundred dollars on a suit. Wow. For one formal date. Wow. But think about this. You're. Like seventeen year old, you're an eighteen year old kid. Sixteen in year ten, and like, you drop five hundred dollars so you can take this one girl out that you're not even that real close to, it, and then you can buy her like a flower on the. I mean, th- th- there's nothing wrong with that, but the idea, the yeah. sentiment behind it, this push of like, I need to flex. Just to add to that, I think when you're that young and it's your first formal, and you know you, you've spent the whole year trying to you know even talk to girls. Like yeah. when you actually get one to come with you to your formal date as your formal date it kind of is like you treat you treat them as an accessory almost to like show off yeah it's it's so wrong because that's just how deprived an all-boys school can be i wonder if an all-girls you know what i feel like an all-girls school would be similar you reckon i think so obviously i don't have much experience but like because once again there's the alienation Mm. the isolation from boys so because of that like you know, the popular girl who, like, is dating the other popular boy, like, you know, oh, gets yeah, elevated, yeah, like, yeah. and all the other girls get jealous. Like, the same thing with, like, all boys' school. I feel like, fundamentally, there's this thing of, like, separation from the other gender, and because mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. there's, like, almost, like, making up stories about them, in, in a way, like... Like, they're a narrative. Yeah, it's like, like for yeah. example, like, if I bring this girl, then I'm really cool at the formal. Like, that's the narrative you give, because, like, she's really popular, and then thus my social clout will go up, etc., etc. Mm. And... I remember in year 12, actually, I remember stressing about my formal date, uh, mm-hmm. which I would say a lot of, you know, a lot of year 12s in private schools, private all boys schools go through stressing about my formal date. And then I remember f- because I was just old enough to realize like, man, this is really dumb. Like yeah. I had a formal date in year 10. I forgot about that as soon as it like it ended. Mm. It was really dumb. But emotionally, I'm like, I still care about this so much because that's mm. the environment I was raised in. Yeah, it's a bit... There's a bit of toxic masculinity. Yeah, with, it's like with, a military uh, school. Yeah, and I just don't want my kids to go through that. I want them to come out normal. I mean, we, we're pretty normal, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next yeah. question. Yeah, I think we turned out all right, but that it really took university for us to like... Yeah normalize you well know? there are a few people and once again i want to bleep out these names but like i don't think he like yeah he's a nice guy he's great dude yeah, yeah i love it like right, but yeah. i think there are a few people that like well, thank you didn't because of like i don't know maybe that's not fair but i just feel like the gender alienation is, a sh- is strange mm. what else am i going to say oh also i feel like do you want to talk about the race issue was there a race issue? Like, oh, at, at, yeah. <laughs> at where? <laughs> at, 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 uh, at Earth High? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Earth Street? <laughs> yeah. You, uh, Solar System Drive? Yeah, I mean, our school as a Catholic school on the North Shore, it as an all-boys school as well, there were a lot of European and Baltic, I guess. Mm, uh, there was a lot of Baltic. Yeah, Baltic students. From Baltic families. Even like Lebanese. Yeah, yeah. Quite a big Lebanese. Yeah. And then I guess the next majority would be, you know, Caucasian, Australian, sort of 
UK, Irish, Scottish backgrounds, and then the minority of them all would be, you know, the East Asians, and Indians, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we are part of that minority. Yes, and I felt yeah. like there was a clear racial hierarchy. One hundred percent, I agree. Yeah, and um, just mm. the story that you were talking before about like that girl's party mm-hmm. and you know the people she invited. I, there's actually one story I want to tell, and then I'll throw it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. In year 12 or end of year 11, when we're going for the uh, captains and school captains and prefects, blah, blah, blah. I remember like, it was either you or Lance coming to me and saying like, hey, you should, you should go for it. And we just like laughed <laughs> because the idea of like a minority getting yeah. that position. Yeah. We're like, the only person who had done it would be Obama by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. 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 So we were like, we like, you know, Lance used to always poke like, hey, you should go for it. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. Okay, Maddie, pack yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. And the joke, and why is it, why was it funny? It was funny because the idea, it's like, it's like, you know, the equivalent of stepping into the ring with like, you know, Floyd Mayweather. It's like, it's yeah. just, it's unbelievable. Like, there's no way I'm getting, or like running for president. And yeah, and, and there was, I think there was, I actually feel like I left the school with quite toxic ideas of, being Asian. Well, I mean, our vice captain was Sri Lankan. Oh, shouts to he was the most. Firstly, I like the dude. Shout out to him. He was the most whitewashed. Yes, he was. He was I, just I, white. I, I I agree to an extent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but then you know the other prefects, which are all part of that group, they sort of all voted for each other, and then obviously they had more votes than other people. So they all became prefects, right? Mm. They were all from multinational backgrounds. Okay, so m- maybe... Hey, you but, can push back on this. If you disagree, that's okay. But I think... Who was our, who was our school captain? Oh, yeah, he was... Yeah, okay. He was Caucasian. Mm. And then the house captains, they were all Caucasian as well. Because mm. they represented, you know, like... The sports, rugby, yeah. sport ball, yeah, <laughs> basketball, first 11, you know, mm. first 15, cricket, you know, mm. they were all just like, I guess, jocks, and we didn't really have any Asian jocks, I yeah. would say. Well, but maybe the counter to that was maybe that's not a racial problem, maybe that just wasn't, maybe this is a coincidence. You know, you know, who you know, who really tried to fit into that, who. Yeah, he really yeah, tried to fit yeah, into the yeah. Asian jock. I mean, if he couldn't be like a sports jock, it was going to be like a gym jock, muscle yeah, jock, yeah, yeah. <laughs> muscle <laughs> jock. Yeah, yeah. There was there was that that issue, and yeah, this is this is pre, I guess, racial identity awareness aid, which I think really came about maybe like twenty fourteen. As soon as we left, yeah. As, <laughs> as soon, soon as, soon as, as we, we left. left. As soon as we left high school, it was okay to be Asian. But after, before that, you know, just, you know, stay in your lane, head down, yeah. study, you know, which I really didn't enjoy. You know, like, I was honestly shocked the first time I entered Chatswood High School as, like, a first-year teacher. Mm. Because how much, like, representation changed over, like, a few years was just, like, honestly, I couldn't believe it. It was... It was staggering. I'll give you an example. I remember this is like a, a, a group of students, like boys and girls, mm-hmm. Asians. Like Chatswood had a big Asian community, like Asians, but there was also like, you know, Caucasian, you know, stuff, Indians, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And they would hang out. I remember there was a there was an Argentinian. Anyway, there was hanging out in, a te- in, in like this hallway. Mm-hmm. And I'd 
patrol around on, on, on duty mm. and they were dancing to K-pop songs. And I was just like, what? I couldn't imagine that in, like, we had no representation. And yeah. I mean, it got so bad that like this friend of mine, like, and I'm not sure if he was trying to be racist. Like he's, he's a good, like, I still see him as a good friend. He was like, Stanley, I think you look like Leslie Chow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, excuse me? Like, but I'm like, I'm like, is that because that's the only Asian you've ever seen? Like, real? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, no, that was not. Ge- genuinely, do I look like a Leslie Chow? No. Okay. Yeah. Thank but, you for saying no. <laughs> yeah. The only Asian representation that we had in mainstream media was Peter Chow. Remember? He wasn't even mainstream, but yes. I, he was very popular in Australia. Really? For his Asian skits where, you know, oh, he really gosh. just, he really like, I guess, sold us out as a whole race. And Dude, I'm man. so disappointed in him. I don't even know him, but Peter Chow, if you're listening to this, I hate you. Man, Peter, I'm throwing he, hands, dog. If I see you, man. He really exacerbated the Asian accent. My name, Peter Chow. Like, oh God. I, Peter I, Chow here. I was like, come Dude, on. And like white, Peter's like, Caucasian people, Western identifying, Western identifying people. people from you know Europe and its regions hereafter, herein or therein, of or pertaining to. <laughs> anyway, they were all saying it around us, and oh god, honestly, I was like, ha ha ha, yeah, that's cool, but like, but the thing is, if you speak out, then then you're soft. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, it's just a joke, It's just man. a joke, it's just a man. joke, bro. It's just a joke I'm going to repeat from you 7 to 12. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a joke. Yeah. And basically, that's all we had. And mm. other than that, you know, there was like a My Chonny and mm. all that. But they were, they were popular within Asian circles. That's true. No Western identifying people knew of those YouTube channels. And like, you know, Just Kidding films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just Kidding News or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only time where we saw it sort of pivot to, I guess, other cultures would be... When we were in year 12, Super Wog, which I'm not sure if... true. I'm not sure if, you know, that W word should be beeped or whatever, but that is literally the channel name. Mm -hmm. And he overly satirized how, I guess, colorful and overt people from, you know, I guess, Lebanon and other... And the Middle East and, you know, the Mediterranean countries, how they can be. Do you feel like... that was really... Do you feel like Mediterranean people or Middle Eastern people feel like he sold them out by exacerbating a but, stereotype? Uh, I don't think so because Super Beep was still... <laughs> Super, uh, Super Beep? <laughs> <laughs> he was still, like, cool. That's he, true. That's the big difference. Peter Chow in his videos was always like, Oh, I'm like the nerdy Asian. Or like, oh, I'm like a fob. Like, mm. I don't know, like... The culture that I'm in, ha ha ha, like I yeah. eat fried rice. Yeah, like, like fish out of water. Fish out of water, where Super Beep was more like, I'm this culture, I do it this way, and I don't mm. give a damn. And that's why it was cool. Mm. Yeah. So that was like when, you know, for me at least, I saw like a little bit of a pivot in like the whole racial identity dynamic at, in high school because, you know, all of the, like, like we said, there were a lot of European and Baltic nationality buying students they would wear that badge with pride mm-hmm. and it would it's sort of in a way like normalized you know being proud of your mm-hmm. non-caucasian culture yeah even if it was like in that way mm-hmm. 
So it made it a bit easier for Asians. But you know, after high school, that's when that's when the Asian soft power or any power, it's the identity being Shout out to Asian, Korea. That's when it became really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm so grateful that we live in this age right now. But there's a lot more work to do in Australia. So yeah. Can I share a story with you? Go um, for it. This happened in year ten. So I was friends with I'm not okay, you're gonna know who I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Tor Tor Italian. Yep. Starts okay. with an A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking with him. Okay. Uh, we're walking from the boys' toilets. By the way, this guy's like he was like six five. I think he's grown. That's ridiculous. I know. Anyway, it, I was walking with yeah. the BFG <laughs> and, and we were chatting and then he says something which really like, honestly, I felt like it somewhat poisoned my mindset for wow. a few years. Whoa. Yeah. Live on it. Trauma. Dr. Phil, are you there? <laughs> you want to exploit me for views? <laughs> but he said, he's like, hey, like I hate those Asians. And by the way, we were like, Decent friends. Or were you? Yeah, I, I mean him never, actually. I was never a friend with that. Me and him, like, because I sort of made friends with, like, some of the other wogs. <laughs> yeah. Beeps. Yeah. 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 With, yeah. with them. Yeah. Like, for example, Nick B. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I was chatting with him. I was chatting with him. And then he looks at me. He's like, oh, Stanley, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He, and then he's, he finishes oh. the sentence with, Stanley, you're one of the cool Asians. You're one of the big-eyed Asians. Yo. And remember, I'm 15, 16. Oh. I'm in year 10. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, yo, the rest of my ethnicity is lame, but I have somehow found this niche. Yeah. I have carved this path of coolness that I can ride. Oh, yeah. And he also said, I remember the words because I was like, what? my brain was like, I'm like happy, but I was like confused. But I was like, wait, I shouldn't be happy about this. It was really confusing. It's like a thank you. Yeah. But also what? Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if you've ever received this. Have you ever received them? Um, no. Like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't cool enough. Okay. I've received uh, some, someone's like, hey, like, wow, you're pretty like good looking for an Asian. Have you ever received that? Oh. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, excuse me. Like, damn, we that no. ugly. Like, that's I, what I'd rather think. you just call me ugly. Like, yeah. Like, couldn't ass. you just say, hey, yeah. you, you look nice. Yeah, but but that was. Did you have to add the foreign Asian? Yeah. Did you have to add that? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That would that that scarred me hearing that. I don't know (laughs) how long it's gonna take me to recover. (laughs) But you, (laughs) I was I was fifteen. Yeah. I was sixteen. I was walking up. This was like you know during period. I don't know something like that. And I remember thinking like, wow, there is a separation between small-eyed Asians and big-eyed Asians. I'm I'm of the small-eyed. And big-eyed Asians are, you know, quote unquote, cool. So he I was felt on the like... he was on the K-pop stuff before. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So I remember in year eleven and year twelve thinking that there was this niche market that I could actually like walk. I could actually yeah. you know, be surrounded by whiteness, yeah. except be cool whilst like in a way accepting racial jokes, but like being able to play them off. And I think this is actually Living evident. In both worlds. Yes, mm. but uh, but not really being accepted in either one. Oh, belonging. And there you go. 2000. <laughs> good um, theme. Yeah, good, good theme. theme. Can I just touch back on go something on. else yeah. I sent to you previously? Do you remember the screenshots or the photos of the graduation jersey? No. The graduation shirt where everyone signed it? Yes. And the amount of racial yeah. comments on it? Dude, I, feel, I feel bad for you because I didn't get any of that. You didn't get any of that? 
Are you serious? I'm serious, yeah. I looked at my shirt after you sent those photos. Are you like, serious? Bruh. Yeah, I was just like, hey, Nathan, like, you're a good guy. Dude, why did I get... Is, hope, is it hope because... you, like, stay in touch and stuff like that. That's Is it because I tried to write that niche of being... Maybe. The cool Asian. Obviously, not just the cool person, the cool yeah. Asian. Does it count if... Beep his name, obviously. I called, called me Eagle. <laughs> but is that Asian? No, it's like... He, he spelled it E-G-O-R. I remember that, but Eagle. like... But I, I That's just, not an Asian name. I don't know why you yeah. said that. Eagle. Yo, actually, I got all my nicknames. I'm honestly... Maybe... This is strange. Do I look more Asian than you? <laughs> like, not really. I mean, we both look pretty I have, East I, Asian. I mean, uh, yeah, you're of the of the big-eyed Asians. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I am of the small-eyed Asians. You have a double eyelid. No, I, got, no, I, got, I have a double eyelid. My okay. other one is a single eyelid. <laughs> you guys are probably imagining like Quasimodo or something. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay? I don't have a hunt. But yeah, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't get those messages. And by the way, for the audience listening, like the messages were like, hey, you're my favorite boat person. What? Yeah, it said <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> and that would like, not fly. Dude. 10 years not... later. As in, now. We're like, <laughs> yeah. like you throw hands over yeah, that. Honestly. And good like, for yeah, them. Like, you, you scribble that out on my white shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember thinking like, if, you know, like I could take the jokes and I would throw them back. I would throw the jokes back, but the but a necessary part was the taking of the joke, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. And you know, I, I think that like really, I actually think like once I realized what was happening, that I was like internalizing ideas of like wanting to be white. Mm. And I remember being picked up from a house party. Oh wow! You went from, you went to parties. I went to so lucky at, at, at the very end of my oh, you high made school it, career. You made it. I made it. <laughs> Boom! I made it. But at the very end, my mum picked up picked me up from my house party. Yeah. And I remember as we were backing out, my mum. Oh god! This. Is this. Oh, is this Jack's party? No. It wasn't. But it was actually. I want to be about the name Alex's party. I wasn't even invited to that. Really? And we're like really close friends now. Man, we became like best you. friends the next year in engineering. So. Shame on you. Do you still hang out with him? I saw him two days ago. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, sorry. Sorry, I digress. Back, Go on. Back yeah. to this. As my mum was giving me a lift, she's like, Stanley, stop trying to be white. Wow. In the car. And I'm like, mom, mom, this is mom, not a face. Mom, this means something to me. <laughs> and like, Yo. and and I just remember like, I was, I was like, Shut up. <laughs> you see right through me. <laughs> only a mum can know. Yeah. yeah. Only a mum yeah. can and, say that. And, and I, I, once I realized that like, I was doing that, there was like a genuine sense of anger. You got yeah. angry in the car. No, 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 no. This is like, like oh, two, like three years days. after. Oh, years later. Yeah. Once okay, I realized yeah. that this was happening, I was genuinely angry because I felt like I was raised in a society which showed the only path towards acceptance or like quote unquote coolness was one that was racially orientated. I could never be cool because like I was funny. I could never be cool because like I was good at sports or something like that. I had to be the funny Asian guy. It's yeah, 100%. I agree with you. Again, I think think I've said that like five times this podcast. Apologies for the listeners who are getting sick of that, but (laughs) it really was you know, the zeitgeist of the world that we lived in at the time in the early 20 teens, because like the very early 20 teens, because being Asian just wasn't cool. 
Yeah. And, you know, we were Asian, so therefore we weren't cool and we had to do what we could to survive. Yeah, literally. It was it was survival in, in a manner. Like, I didn't want to be ostracized like people like, once again, big about the name, but like people like... Yeah, I didn't he want was to part be, of my, my small-eyed crew. Yeah, I didn't want to be, be that. I wanted to be like accepted. Like, as you said before, I wanted to go to the house parties. Mm. I wanted to be... I wanted to go to blah, 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 house parties. Yeah, yeah. But... You know, the reality was like, there was that extra barrier. Not apart from the fact that like, you know, I was nervous, you know, just bloody nervous around them, but being Asian didn't help. And I think that was something else. Like that's something that I am kind of resistant from sending my hypothetical kids to like private high school. Mm. And I'll bring up one more thing. Like I remember a student from our high school Mm. went into Chatswood high school. He actually transferred in like year 10 or year 11 or year okay. 10, I think. Yeah. And I remember he said the exact same things that I said. Really? It like stuff like he wanted to date white girls. He only would date them or he had, anyway, he was, a, he's a student. Oh, like, so I oh, taught him as a teacher. Oh, 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 so, oh, I thought, I thought he was in our year that, okay. No, no, no. Okay. I, so yeah, he, he came from our high school into Chatswood and really? I was a teacher Wow! and he said everything I said and I looked at it. I just felt like, I see you in me, son. Yeah. Oh, honestly. Sorry. Oh, I see me and you. <laughs> I see you. That's getting cut. But uh, yeah, I just remember thinking like, man, like I, dude. Yeah. Same struggle. Like, I, I understand. I yeah. understand why you say stuff like that. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I, I think I've told you this before. He was the guy that said BTS was gay. <laughs> and, then, and then he got cancelled. <laughs> and I'm like, there you go. <laughs> Gotta lean into it now. Um. Get a perm. <laughs> Be like the rest of us. Yeah, dude. Like, high school was desperate times for Asians when we were in high school. I, re- I still remember actually, now that we're talking about all these parties and stuff, there was, and like you said, you know, you wanted to go to ex school girl all the party, private school girls. all the private school girls along the North shore, different schools, blah, blah, blah. There was this one girl from a school up near like Warunga, like Hornsby. It's, it starts with an A. It's a private girl school. You can beep it, but it's called Abbotsley. I was thinking of that. Uh, is that a, is that a That's, co-ed or is that... No, it's a... Oh, I don't think I've ever met anyone from a, that school. Do you remember Zoe? Hey everyone. As you can tell, I didn't bleep out the entire name of the person we just mentioned, only their last name. Now this will happen again. And that's because if I bleep out the entire name, it actually gets a little too confusing because we refer back to these people multiple times. So from here onwards, you'll hear the names Jack and Zoe, but their last names will be bleeped out. And as I said, that's only so it's actually easier to understand. You can beep it, but it's called Abbotsley. I was thinking of that. Uh, is that a, is that a that's, co-ed or is that... No, it's a... Oh, I don't think I've ever met anyone a, from that school. Do you remember Zoe? I have met someone from that school. She was really cool. She was really cool, right? She was also um, very pretty. She was very pretty. Yeah, so... at the This was like at the end of year 12, I remember. 
and I wasn't invited to her party, which because I didn't know her, but I knew all the Aloysius boys that were going, and I knew all the Pious boys that were going. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you remember, but literally every Friday afternoon, all of the private schools would like they just gather at Westfield and just eat in the food court. Like I. I do actually have a story about that, but yes, go on. All the time. So, you know, I knew of her. I had seen her. I mean, you know, we said hi a couple of times, but obviously that's not enough to like gain an invite to a party, right? And I'd been to a few parties already. You know, you know, know, like I racked them up over the last couple of years, like since year 10, it was in my final year now. And one of my mates was like, yeah, man, just come, just crash, crash her party. And I was like, I don't want to be left out. So I actually crashed a party. Okay. And she had kicked out. Sorry. Yeah, she wanted to kick the people who crashed a party out, and I was like, "Bro, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I was this desperate to go to a party." Wait. That... So did you get kicked out? No, I didn't. I actually went over. I was like, "Hey, like, this is really awkward. I'm really sorry that you know I've come with them. Would you mind if I stayed?" And she was like, "No, it's chill. Like, you know, I would have preferred you know if you didn't crash the party." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm." I, I honestly, it was just like, I don't know why I did it. Like, no, you know, you do, but like, but I do, and I didn't want to admit it. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to be cool, but yeah. obviously I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to tell her. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to be cool, man. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. If I come to your party, then other people will invite me to their party. And you know, actually now you talk about this, you know, the plus one thing that was like social clout. It was, it was like, Hey, it's like. Yo, dude. I got the passport yeah. to fame. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Nathan, you aren't, you're not going to the party. Don't worry. I'll plus one you. I have some inroad yeah, with yeah, the yeah. person throwing the party yeah. and I'll get I'll you invited because yeah. I am the main dude. Yeah. And it was like social clout. I'm that guy. Yeah. And I was like plus five <laughs> to that party. And there were no plus ones. <laughs> I was just the hangers on. And, you know, when I talked to her, I was like, I'm really sorry. Do you want me to leave? And she's like, no, no, stay. And I was like, oh. God bless you. <laughs> uh, all right, this is going on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah after Gosh. that, I, I really like had a look at myself in the mirror. I was like, what year was that? Year 12. Damn, yeah. Oh, like, that's cool. I was like, bro, that was so awkward. <laughs> and you did that for what? Like, yeah. just to be invited, d- just to be there. Mm-hmm. So stupid. And yeah, like after that, I was like so hesitant to do you know, naughty things like crash parties. I, like, I didn't. I don't think I even participated in the scavenger hunt at the end of the year. I was just like, nah, see. There's a scavenger like, hunt? Yeah. You know, our year, oh, another stupid all-boys school tradition is like, you know, a scavenger hunt, inverted commas, like where there's a list of tasks that you need to do mm-hmm. within the area of the school. It could be like run naked down the street and then you take Was that it that off. extreme? Yeah. One of them was run naked down <laughs> a street and someone videos it. Did someone do it? Yeah. Well, I... And then others were From like... From our oh. cohort? Yeah, yeah, dude. It was... Bod? It was big. Was it bod? I can't remember. It was probably like... That, but... Oh, it was definitely... <laughs> then other tasks were like... Steal a garden gnome. Bring that to where like everyone meets back up. And then you got to prove that you stole the garden gnome. And I was just like... Man, I don't want to be a convicted felon. Like, <laughs> I ain't doing six to eight. <laughs> straight after I graduate. <laughs> Bars. I want to go to college, be a doctor or an engineer. You know, I ain't been in the crib. <laughs> that life ain't for me, chief. <laughs> I'm an upstanding member of society after I crashed that party. You know? That was when my life changed. 
and I walked a good path. Wow, Zoe. Zoe shout out Zoe. Don't know where you are right now. I did actually run into her. Um, really? Maybe like five years ago. Did you mention me? No. <laughs> you know what? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, she had just come back from working in like Canada on the ski slopes as oh, you like should an instructor. I was like, bruh, you're living the privileged life. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know what? I, I've, you know, this is something I've, I've seen. Everyone who posts skiing photos, they're all white. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing. I think Asians also post skiing photos. No, they don't. You, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and we're cutting that out. Yeah, I'm gonna insert you agreeing with me in this. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, roundabout like story, but yeah, it was just it just showed how much pressure there was to be included to belong. Mm-hmm. Like I I I remember because belonging was the theme of our English advanced coursework for that year for the HSC. And then they changed it the next year to like journeys or something. Is that right? I think it's discovery. Or discovery. Something like, it's always about like introspective, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I used to always scoff at like, like belonging, you know, I belong like at the pub, (laughs) you know, but really I was going through it. I didn't even know. I didn't write anything about my struggles as a Asian teenager, pre cool Asia in a white world. And, you know, retrospectively, I think that it really affected me. So, yeah, back to your very first question. I don't think I would send my kid to an all-boys mm-hmm. Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. Even I, though it is cool to be Asian right now, I don't think it, it's... it's I think yeah. conservative institutions always try to hang on to power. And they always try to keep the dominant power, the dominant demographic. And that could be... That's not just race, like wealth. Yeah. It could be religion. It could be anything. They always try to keep it in power. Mm. And I think that's why like private schools deal with sexism differently. Like I'm not saying public schools don't deal with it, but in private schools, there's like a boys club, yeah, which mm. isn't really found in public schools because they don't have the same access to like conservative wealth. Like to, to like the pool table. Exactly. Like the cigars by the pool cigars, table. Cigars, like pool parties even. Like yeah. Not, only rich people have pools, really. Yeah. And... I, you know, I'll share a story with you. Like, and, I and, remember. And the listeners. And, and the listeners. I remember, I think this was in year 11 or you talk, And once again, this touches back on the story of the student. It was like, oh, sir, I bet you were really cool. No, I wasn't. Like, I really struggled with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and as you said before, I think one reason you didn't write about, like, belonging, being Asian and belonging is because you probably didn't see yourself as like worthy of being in a story. Like you didn't see yourself as like protagonist. Mm, mm. Like it was always like protagonists who like, you know, have a different skin color or a different situation mm. to you. And before I jump back to my story, I know I'm jumping all over the place. There was a Australian author called Australian poet, I should say called Judith, Wright, mm-hmm. Quite famous. And she said something which I think we can scaffold and put onto your situation. She said, everyone, understands what the rose as a symbol means because for hundreds of years european literature has like elevated the rose yeah but she said as an australian author i'm trying to introduce the symbol of the waratah because when you say i've gave you a waratah or i found a waratah coming out from a crack in the cement Mm. no one understands what that means because the waratah as a symbol has not been defined 
Mm. And I think the Asian, in a way, was in the same situation. It was an undefined symbol, or rather, the 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 associations of the symbol were like quite negative. So we yeah. tried not to talk about it. It was more like a weed out of the pavement, not a rose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think only recently has that changed. Yes. And only recently has it been cool to actually like identify or like you know Korean barbecue is like it, it's everywhere. Soju, mm. all this stuff, like all this yeah. East Asian stuff. And uh, you could say, you know, Southeast Asia doesn't have the same clout, but East Asia at the very least does. So back to my story. I remember, I think it was like year 11, um, Jack invited me to mm-hmm. Westfield. Mm-hmm. Wow. Westfield. <laughs> oh, ritzy. Dude, <laughs> I rolled the red, red carpet. Better out. than Lemon Grove. Red- <laughs> <laughs> I still don't go into Lemon yeah, Grove. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Lemon Grove reminds you of like a hut. <laughs> Mud building. <laughs> City Hunter ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's closed now. It's closed. Oh, it's closed. Rip, rip the fallen great. Dude. Uh, the, ju- the-, the Goliath of after school gaming. <laughs> Lemon Grave reminds you of like like a like a Mesopotamian city. It's so old. <laughs> pre pre Bronze Age. Neolithic. <laughs> and so Jack invited me to Westfield. And I know, Whoa. I know. Future now, <laughs> and and then he saw Visions. he saw yeah, two okay. girls, uh-huh. which I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Okay. He invited me, and we sat down. Oh, he had charisma. Yeah, he he, he did have the charisma. Corners, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hate him <laughs> because he had too much charisma. <laughs> he, he overshadowed me, <laughs> and and basically we sat down and and we were talking, and then I remember looking so i remember obviously having that sort of like social anxiety and not mm-hmm. really being able to talk yeah to not even just girls like other people like even guys like i found it if i didn't know them before mm-hmm. i didn't like develop a bond i i sort of found it quite hard yeah and i remember during that conversation i made eye contact with them and i nodded and i went home so happy because i legitimately was like yo i'm was it like a up nod like a chin up or like a, like a down like I think... you know what i'm thinking of <laughs> you know what i don't really remember all i know remember was like eye contact and nodding i was like yo i didn't like sup i didn't break out into sweat i think it must have been like a sup yeah like a cool like yeah maybe sup. yeah maybe. there's no way you like sup <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> like downwards yeah, the um, audience is like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First one was the cool uh, throwing your head back mm-hmm. sup, like to the sky. Mm. Next one was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. <laughs> uh, I have a really similar story, but you're the jack in this what? tale. Yeah, okay, all right. Believe it or not. We're going to cut that. We're going to make that the beginning of this podcast. So I remember you brought myself and to Westfield, right? And you know where Oporto used to be? Oh, I think I know this story. Go you on. brought your two lady friends. One was a person that we've talked about this just yeah. tonight. And actually, both of them we talked about tonight, right? Yes. One's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other one you don't talk about. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought both of them and you introduced Wait, us. Did I them. bring them or did I just like... I think you brought them because you were like, hey man, like, what are you doing? I think it was like part of the school holidays or something. Dude, I, there was no way I was right, you were, you were straight. <laughs> crimping <laughs> crimping with a P at the front <laughs> really? I remember I was like man how does Sammy know these like these 
QT 3.14s. Like, Actually, yeah. How, how did I know? Can you answer that question? I don't know. <laughs> like, because I have no idea. I can't answer that question. Anyway, I was very impressed with you. I was like, man. Thanks, man. If Stanley, that, that has, girl, if Stanley has girlfriends, then <laughs> what am I doing, man? <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, and you know, we chatted as well, and I actually left with literally the same feeling. I think we went through almost the same experience where, you know, I hadn't really talked to girls that much, except for, you know, this one girl that I was really close with who went to a school nearby. Her name was. I don't think I ever met her. Yeah, I don't think you did either. She was really weird, but. Anyway, other than her, I didn't have any normal interactions with normal girls until, you know, we met those two. And I left that day feeling, like, pretty cool. Pretty Chad-like. <laughs> pretty Chad-like. So, yeah. Thank oh, you for that. Man. You know, but he, you know what's funny? Like, these interactions, they are so, like, trivial. Exactly. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But... But they were big deals for us. When you were 15, mm. that's a big deal. And I actually remember... This conversation I had with a student, they, they came up to me and they're like, like, ah, oh, sir, I'm not feeling very good. And then they were just like, blah, 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 blah. And then the end of the conversation was like, ah, oh, thank you for listening. I know this sounds like childish, like, you know, this is all like childish to you. And I, and I remember, I'm not sure if I told them, but I remember thinking like, you know what? Maybe, but at that age, I get it. It's important to them. Yeah, yeah. It, I get yeah. it. And it was important for us as well, mm. you know? But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I think that it was really just the beginning of us maturing, you know. And that's always awkward. And it definitely was awkward for both of us. But, you know, we got through it. And now we can look back and say, <laughs> you know, we've dated people. I'm engaged now somehow. Yeah. High school. What an identity crisis. It was. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I've said this before, but like... Part of me feels like I wish I could redo high school in today's era. Me too. It would be much easier. I, for we me. would be jocks. We'd be, <laughs> we would be chads. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn right. We would, we, would. we would run the school, literally. Yeah. We'd probably be like school captain and vice captain. You think so, man? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I really, <laughs> honestly, that. yeah, exactly. Like our, our speech to win the crowd over would just be like us, like BTS crumping. <laughs> It'd be us. Pop and lock, like a little bit of the moonwalk, a little bit of the sea walk. Yo, actually, I'll I'll tell you something. It was a hilarious moment. So, they had a voting contest for like the most popular song. Who did? Wait, let me me try this again. (laughs) School of Chatswood, Chatswood High School, they had a competition where they said, okay. Oh, this is the Piao Piao, like. Yes! Yes! (laughs) If you you, like donate a dollar or something like that, like we'll change, like instead of the bell, like. Ding, 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 ding. We put, play the song. Dude. Okay. The student population is very Asian. The teacher population is very white. Okay. They were like, bro, is the Red Army at our doorstep? Oh <laughs> they were like, they were like, what the so hell gone is this? From one extreme of yeah. no Asian Dude. to like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And they, they selected Shohua Piao Piao, which by the way, isn't even the name of the song, but it's just the lyric. It's just the famous <laughs> lyric. <laughs> yeah. But rules they, are rules. <laughs> but they selected that song yeah. and it played. And like, I remember like looking at like all the other teachers and they were like, what oh, is this? Yeah. <laughs> and, but the students were vibing. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm straight vibing too. <laughs> I'm vibing too. <laughs> I don't know what they're vibing about, but I'm vibing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to say? Yeah. If I could turn back time, I've. Oh, we've always asked. I, we haven't always asked ourselves these questions, but like, would we redo high school? I don't think I would actually. Just because. If it depends, like if we redid it in that age, would we try to stand up more for our Asian identity? You know, we, if we had a brain right now, yes. Yeah. And I'd also buy like lotto tickets and stuff like that. And, you know, <laughs> just ruin butterfly, butterfly effect the world, you know? Like, <laughs> I just feel like I'm a conqueror at the end of it. Would, would I redo it in this day and age? Perhaps. But we got to remember all of the harsh, you know, criticisms that we received were mainly verbal. But in today's day and age, the digital platform that anyone has is so broad. I mean, you have this podcast even, and I see people commenting on like tweets and Instagram videos of like other stuff. Like, yeah, I'm like 10 years old. Like I really like this video or something like that. And honestly, I think the bullying situation could probably be worse today. I'm not a teacher, so I'm not sure if that's true or not, but also, you know, this is a generation now, Generation Z. Shout out to Generation Z. I love you all. They're just more chill about identity. They're more accepting. So I'm not sure. Okay, not. they're more accepting. I'm not sure if they're more chill. Oh. They're wow. more accepting. But Hear they're that? also like more, <laughs> for example, like they're more protective of like, once again, generalizations. Yeah, if someone sound, like, sound like boomers. made like an anti-trans joke, they'd be like... Up in arms. So that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like they would be more accepting, but not like, does that make sense? Like they'd be more defensive in a way, which I think is the opposite of chill, right? True. I mean, there is that, there's the current rhetoric of, you know, like being a snowflake, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. The equivalent of, I mean, that was around when we were in high school. Yeah, that was. If you got offended over someone calling you Ching Chong and it's like, oh, it's just a joke because, you know, your last name is Ching. Oh, like. Mm -hmm. Why are you so soft? It's like, what? You know, mm-hmm. that, that's still around. And I don't think that's going to go away, unfortunately. But I think the vocal minority has swapped now where the majority is now more uh, multicultural and the vocal minority is more racist. Whereas when we were growing up, the majority was racist and uh, us, we were a non-vocal minority. We mm-hmm. didn't say anything to it. So... Perhaps I would try high school in this day and age because, yeah, like I said, we would be school captains. So. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> yeah. But I think you bring a interesting point, which is, you know, new age, new problems. Yeah. No, no problems. We, and the only platform we had was Facebook. Yeah. And my, Bebo and MySpace. And there was I didn't have Snapchat, which two. I got rid of very quickly. I didn't even have Snapchat in high school. Yeah. You didn't? No. I wasn't a fan. Of, I just... That's, I, you know what I got I one day this is a true story one day I got three photos of his dog and I deleted it because <laughs> I'm like dude I just don't care yeah like yeah. please like, don't why send me you this why are you wasting my time with your <laughs> please don't send me this so yeah but I, I think that's a cool that's a nice way to wrap it up the problems would be different 
but the advantages would be different as well. And I think racially, that's something Definitely. we focused on a lot. Mm-hmm. It would be better. But hey, imagine getting like a like a telephone DM at like 2 a.m. saying like, oh, you're a loser. Yeah. And or like, hey, getting trolled by someone on Twitter whose username's like little money pouch or something. How, oh, how about this though? If you could send a letter through time to your most vulnerable high school self, which would be like what year 10, yeah. 11, yeah. 12, what would, what would you say? You know, like, don't worry. You're cool. Like, you know what? Like, I, I think, would you try to change anything? Well, no. I mean, Jay striving Jay. for cool is, I'm not sure if that's like a good, because cool is like ever changing. I, I think something mm. better is like striving to be yourself. Yeah. That might be really obvious, but, I also feel like whatever I write, I'm not sure a 16-year-old version of me would understand. Yeah, because they don't have the experiences. Yeah, they don't. Like, if you say, for example, you know these YouTube videos? Yeah. I always laugh when I say these YouTube videos. It's like, just be confident. I mean, if it was that easy. I'll just do it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just be confident. Yeah, Yeah. it's a three-minute video. Okay, I'm confident. I'm cool now. (laughs) Yeah. And I think in a similar way, like, obviously, if the chance was there, I would still take it. But I would take it knowing I couldn't write stuff like, hey, you, like just be cool or just be happy. Like, I, I feel like I'd write stuff more like, you know, it's okay where you are. Things will improve or maybe not, but whatever it is, like this is your life. Like, you know, be appreciative for every moment. Mm. I think I'd write something like that. I would write, don't crash Zoe Nash's party. <laughs> no, but you needed to. That's but here's true. the thing. Yeah. You actually yeah. needed that, to that was crash my, That was my Uncle Ben moment. Yeah, you needed <laughs> to crash <laughs> Zoe, My Uncle Ben, <laughs> <laughs> you need to crash the the party to understand. And I feel like that's why, mm. like a lot of times, we, like unless you're talking about book smart, even book smart, like there's a certain type of wisdom which can only be gained through like lived experience. And if you didn't mm. crash that party, you wouldn't be who you are. Then mm. you you might have actually crashed another party in the second year yeah, of university. Might have been a felon. Yeah, who knows. Crash the parliament. Like. <laughs> Crash the jail cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crash the bank, you know. So, yeah, I would send a letter, but I would send it with the with the understanding and the expectation that you know, fifteen year old me wouldn't understand, and I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be something similar to you as well. I mean, I said that it crashed the party thing as. Kind of a joke. Maybe it would be like a PS. <laughs> but yeah, I think with me, it would just be like, just, just yeah, be true to who you are. You're not going to see these people for the next 10 years mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. after the fact. So, you know, and, and, stuff it. Like, and the interesting thing is like, you know, people who are our age, you will know this. Once you graduate... After a few years, like, it doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, things it like... It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. matter as soon as you graduate. Actually, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, like, these questions yeah. of, like, which date did you bring to the formal? How much your mm. suit was? None of this, yeah, like, yeah. I don't spend a moment thinking about this. Mm. And, you know, so if you're, if you're a little older, I guess if you've graduated from high school, then you'll know this to be true. And if you're in high school, you might... I guess you might not understand, but just realize in a few years, like none of this will matter. And if you don't understand, that's fine. That's just tough. You just haven't gone to that level of experience. Yeah. And I think for me, 
after the HSC and starting uni, that was a really, really good square one because uni is co-educational. Nobody knows each other. Everyone is a level playing field because mm-hmm. you all are in the same course. It doesn't matter what ATAR you got. No one's better than each other. And people are just really cool. You get to see people from all walks of life. Like when I started uni, I saw more people from, I guess, like Central Asia and, you know, Southeast Asia as well, more than I'd ever seen in my whole high school. Because like I said, our high school was in an area where there weren't a lot of Asians. And I was like, man, these are my people. Where have these people been my whole life? Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're so cool. They're so friendly. You know, like, I wish I went to high school with them. But mm-hmm. good ground zero. Remember that after high school, no one cares. That's all. it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Literally. None. Yep. Ended there. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. Hey, one, one last thing. Check out Nathan's... If you're into Formula One, check out Pod Position. And yeah, yeah we're, um, on, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Pocket Casts, we're on Anchor. Anywhere you get your podcasts, Pod Position. Yes, sir. And also, rate Safety Last five stars. Yeah. To the person who didn't... <laughs> person who hey, made me a 4.9. The person who gave me a 4.9, man. You changed that. <laughs> the school captains are coming for you. From an alternate dimension. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Safety Lost with Stanley Ching. If you enjoyed this, then please leave a rating or a comment. I hope you're leaving with a new idea and make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and other places that can be found in the description.